show uh you can also catch us live streaming on youtube.com on wednesday night i think we should probably schedule a regular time for these but we, we, we we'll get to that uh all the people who are like the real diehard comrade heads. Now, yeah yeah and i was gonna say the people that i listen to are just like when it's out it's out yeah yeah i don't yeah. want to hear about it but, <laughs> so um, it's like i feel we're okay yeah it's good to be respectful of our audience but also like we're not this isn't our like full time job. No, no, of so, course. But I mean, if we could, just, if like, you'd like to make it our full time job, please uh, uh, throw us a couple bucks on Patreon. Yeah, goodmorningcomrade.com. Oh, I'm sorry, patreon.com forward slash goodmorningcomrade. You can give us. Uh, we're actually revamping the Patreon setup. Uh, we are out to uh, an artist about getting the koozies designed. Yeah. Uh, we're going to see if we can get a price. Uh, I love a koozie. I live for a koozie. Yeah, koozies are good. And. Um, Honey bunny, you sound like you're in a bathroom. Not. Wait, can right. Okay. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you fine. You're just like you're in like outer space. We need to get you're you like a... you're echoing. We need to get you a jersey mic. I know. I actually probably should get one. Mm-hmm. I'd be living here now. So Oh, you never know. Oh, back? it's probably just your I'm sorry, I forgot you don't have a mic. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, my bad. Never mind. We'll get you a mic yeah. up in jersey. Get like a Yeti or something. We'll figure it out. But uh, anyway, fine, fine. We're gonna make you sound great. You look great. And we're gonna make you sound great. How about that? We all I look. Could, great. I could. Thanks, thanks. I could bring you one. <gasps> you totally should. Yeah, okay. I'll just pick one up at Best Guess or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, we, we should probably talk about this offline. It's fine. It's no, all it's content. It's, yeah. production it's all content. Right anyway, people like this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, do they? They do. I do. Okay. Feel like you're hanging out with us. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, good morning, comrade. Have yourself a glass of wine. Join us. <laughs> Jeff's never going to be able to talk. Good morning, comrade. Sorry, com is where you get uh, all the information. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash good morning, comrade. We're going to uh, hopefully get those koozies out pretty soon. Uh, special extra content also coming soon. I promise we are halfway to our goal of 10 Woo. new subscribers. And uh, who knows? The world is our oyster when... Uh, we can actually get the ball rolling and get this thing kind of kicking off. Uh, quick note, uh, I was on Ben Yudishin's stream on Popular Front and on his podcast. Uh, we talked a little bit about uh, the passing of Michael Brooks. Uh, two hours we talked about that guy, which is wild. Um, so anyway, uh, what's up with y'all? Um, Aaron, you should go first because I feel like I'm in a very ranty mood. He's got his ranty pants on. A lot of times I'm not be honest um i'm just living the dream drinking Mm -hmm. my mom's red wine so that's wonderful we love we love it Mm -hmm. um we just had a dinner my mom and her friend and i made them very sad about talking about my views on electoralism and um the general state of the union all right talk about that yeah please do like i'm I'm very interested in that like have your views on electoralism changed or like what are Uh, your views on electoralism right now my views have 
on electoralism have always been that it's like a harm reduction tactic. Mm-hmm. It's never mm-hmm. been the all end all. It, it never can be the be all end all in this country because we don't allow so many states don't allow um, people with criminal records to vote. Um, mm-hmm. And there are so many people who are currently incarcerated. Mm-hmm. So even if you know you you can vote and you get out of jail, there's still like so many people in jail that can't vote. So our democracy mm-hmm. will never be a fully representative democracy until mm-hmm. we address those issues. Um, yeah. So yeah, but my my mom said she's she's a lovely person. She's a she's actually a federal judge um, in Whoa. New Jersey, and she's a very great, wonderful, wonderful human. Um, just you know, tends more towards the liberal than the the left. She um, married us. Yeah, she did Whoa. marry us, and she did a great job. She did. Shout out to her. You got married by your mother-in-law. No, 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 no. My mom's friend. My mom. Oh. Judge. Uh, that'd be cool if she was, but she's not. No, my mom's friend is a federal judge. Um, yeah, it's a funny story how they met. I'm I'm assuming that no one's gonna listen to this, but uh, people do. My mom, so she thought that her husband was cheating on her with my mom. When it turns out her husband Whoa. was cheating on her, just not with my mom. Oh, mom, I didn't know this Came story. Over to my mom's house to confront her about the situation and then they became friends and wow so i did not know that yeah that's, that's rad on your mom though that's kind of like a badge of honor your mom could no I'm, it was like very it's like a very mom-esque story yeah You're, i'm really here for it um <laughs> and that dude is like that dude ain't shit for real she's a federal judge like fuck you what are you gonna do cheat on her no and she's very beautiful no. um, the whole thing is very ridiculous but I did, I, so that's why I'm sad that I made her sad. But it's not like I was being particularly confrontational. I just, I'm sorry that the world is sad and the state of things are very sad. But we did recommend that she watch Too Cute in order to feel better, which is oh. about puppies and kittens. Um, and that usually does the trick for me. So, yeah. So that's a good a, one. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. I mean, I wanted to kind of expand on the um, uh, electoralism thing because, like, I posted on my personal Facebook today. I was like, "Hey guys, I guess I was wrong. Electoralism uh, elections do matter," because I posted that um, Krasner, the DA in Philadelphia, said that if um, Trump sends federal troops to federal agents, uh, secret police, to to Philadelphia and they break the law, then the Krasner will have the Philadelphia police arrest them on the spot. And I thought that was pretty awesome. And I was like, Hey, I was like, so elections do matter. I should. Yeah. I should caveat. I do think local elections are super important. I just don't think on the federal and even like on the, basically from your Senator up. So I guess there's only a few other, but I just, I don't, think it really matters like I do think you have a lot of sway with your house of representatives candidates mm-hmm. you have a ton of sway when it comes to like your local candidates um because a lot less money is spent in those races mm. and but I do think you know the especially in like off election so like on non-presidential election years the turnout is so low so this idea that like oh we have this a representative democracy it's like we don't even when good like good people get 
voted in. It's not because they were voted in like with the power of the people. It's mm-hmm. just sure. more even, good people decided to vote than not. Oh, even in presidential election years, like uh, turnouts usually maybe fifty percent on a good year. You know, but it's usually less. Yeah. Yeah. Like honestly, and it, this feels more authoritarian than I necessarily am willing to be, but like. I don't mind an Australian system where you're like, you have to vote. I don't know if that solves the problem, though, you know? I mean, why, why would no, it doesn't solve a problem. It just, you know, it. I, I think that it will, because the people who end up not voting are the people who would vote <laughs> leftist, I think, a lot of the time. Yeah, potentially. So... You know. Why wouldn't you think it would solve the problem, Jeff? I think it would cause more problems in the sense that, like, what would happen if people choose not to vote, even in that situation, which will inevitably happen? Like, what state fun- what state apparatus is there that you can use to coerce people to vote? Um, now, let me be clear. I'm not necessarily against it, conceptually speaking. I just don't see how it comes together. Uh, I, I, so I far, think you're, go ahead. I'm sorry. Insofar mm-hmm. as um, like what 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 state mechanism would require people to vote? What enforcement would there be? If there's no enforcement, is it really a mandate? You know, stuff like that. No, yeah, I, I, I know I, in Australia I, it's a fine. Yeah. Oh, I, I, a I'm fine not for that. Especially if you're just rich, you cannot you not do it. Mm-hmm. I think what you do just is just um, voters you just tear down the barriers to voting. Oh yeah. You don't even, you don't have, you don't have anything punitive. You just tear down, you just mail in ballots, electronic Mm -hmm. ballots. You can vote by, you know, uh, online, like however you want to do it, we can figure it out. I mean, Mm -hmm. we could, we can choose, like we chose the American idol for years for a decade. Yeah. Yeah. But did you vote for American idol, Robert? No, I never did. Okay. So voted for same job. No. Oh, I would have voted for Kelly Pickler. I always thought she was hot. Whoa. I don't know. Who I don't understand how you go from Janine from Ghostbusters to Kelly Pickler. Because she's like a kind soul. She's like a Kelly or Janine. Like Kelly Pickler. I don't know who that is. So she's like that little country lady who was on American Idol when we were. She's younger. like the trad wife of the trad wives. Like no, she's cuter than that. She's kind of like there can be cute trad. She's wives. like a country like manic pixie dream girl. Whoa. She's like quirky and country. Like the Avril Lavigne of country music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was good, Jim. Oh. No. no. It's like 100%. a country version of, oh, he was a skater boy. He, said he, he rode on his tractor boy. <laughs> he tipped a cow for me. <laughs> he that, is that what you think people, Robert? That they're just like, tipping cows all the time. Check your- I, I know my family <laughs> did. I know my family does. How about that? Well, as you sit up in as you sit up in your in your compound on the beach. I know okay. my, I, I know I my family does this shit. on this podcast and pretend like I wasn't a bougie bitch because y'all all know right. you bitch. I'm just saying. I'm drinking my mom's red wine right now. Okay, I had a Tom Collins last time we this. I remember that you said, you mentioned it, it was so times. good. Yeah, the Bombay Sapphire. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Wow. Very good. Okay, so that's why if we ever get big, no one can cancel me because I've been very upfront about being bougie. Why didn't you cancel me before? Uh, 
already open. I feel like every every like two to three weeks, I see someone getting canceled because they're like, "Oh, this leftist parents are rich," mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah, um, "Can't be a leftist," and I'm like, "Oh no." I've literally heard you say that. Make that same argument against other people. Oh. You've made that it's like, don't... oh, these people don't have any cred or whatever. Oh. And I just go, okay. Okay. Like I'm in your corner. I everything you're saying is right. But you've made that argument against others. Wait, who have I made that argument against? Mm, it's your favorite, like, love to hate podcasters. Okay. Okay, exactly. <laughs> okay. The never right. ending. Do we wanna do we all wanna get into this now? The never it is what it feud. is. The never ending feud continues. It is what it yeah. is. It's a super one-sided feud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah. Look. During this trial like, by combat. I'm the designated, uh, doing this trial by combat, I'm the designated combatant of uh, Chapel Trap House. And now I wear the, I wear the, uh, the crest of House Come Town. Whoa. God, so. please stop saying that. <laughs> it's the name of a show. What do you want me to do? I hate it so much. You just call it something else, I guess. Mm-hmm. Just gonna police my language. Yeah, I am going to. That's my right. Speaking of that, though, I did hear like what I kind of want to rant. Jeff and I were ranting about before. Um, that that's a good segue into uh, the whole um, secret police that are uh, on the streets now of America. So I was listening to the podcast that should not be named, and sometimes they're like it's stupid. Like all the time, ninety nine point nine 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 nine. That podcast is like terrible and and awful. Uh, but also hilarious. But when they're crystal clear <laughs> on something, it's like, it's so crystal. They had like a thing where they were talking about the secret police and they said, you know, I can't wait till Biden's president or somebody else who doesn't care about civil liberties. And they just start uh, snatching guys up like Andy Noah up off the street and black bagging them. And I'm like, exactly. So my thing that I've, that I've been doing this week for entertainment is I've been in the, um, the pro gun subreddit because they're having like an all out war with the SRA, the socialist rifle association of America subreddit where the SRA is like, Hey y'all, like what happened to States rights? What happened to, uh, we're going to defend against tyranny and the pro gun people are just like, fuck them. Uh, they deserve to get black bag. They deserve to get disappeared. They're all commies anyway. And it's just hilarious because to me, I'm laughing because all these Second Amendment people, they are exactly who we thought they were. All, they're exactly who we've been saying for years. They're just like Cool Ranch Dorito light racists who want to uh, play with their guns. Right? Why are you bringing Doritos into this? Because cool it's Ranch like the, Dorito light? Yeah, Cool Ranch Dorito flavored I'm sorry, racism. I'm a cooler ranch or a nacho teasier. I want more, not less. They got the <laughs> dust now. You know they put the dust on there. The... the um. The, the hot dust, the hot Cheeto and lime dust. Oh, get yeah, that on yeah, your yeah, yeah, now, yeah. Dude. Basically trying to make fake takis. Trying to make fake takis. No, I eat that all. Yeah, that's what they're trying to do. They're scared by that taki energy. Mm-hmm. Frito-Lay is for real. Um, But yeah, I just, I find it incredibly hilarious how these, that these people are just like, you know, we're going to defend the Second Amendment against secret police and tyranny and government overreach. And we're gonna defend and we're gonna defend America. And as soon as that happens, they're like, nah, we're good. 
Yeah, we, we got our like fa- we got our fascists in charge. All the libertarians who were talking about states' rights, who were talking all that noise for a good since I was like for like twenty years now, when like libertarianism became kind of a, a household word in the political sphere, have all disappeared in the ether. I'm They've sorry. all traded in their gats and flags for MAGA hats. I'm sorry, and but the first libertarian was Thomas Jefferson, actually. Fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> Alexander Hamilton, but um, yeah, that's that's where we're at, and I, it's just hilarious. It's it's if you want to entertain yourself, go to the pro gun subreddit and just listen to these clowns because they they literally act like Trump is going to declare himself dictator, be president forever, and the things that the actual left has railed about, the left is screaming bloody murder. When Obama was the actual left, not not progressives, not even, you know, not uh, liberals, but socialists, anarchists and communists have been railing about it's like Obama, Obama's, you know, um, re up in the Patriot Act. Obama was the first one to put kids in cages. All these things have been NDAA, locked in drones. by liberals. Trump is now flexing them, making them normalized when he's not president anymore. Joe Biden wins. What what do you think is gonna happen? Who do you think they're gonna go after? The they're gonna go after all these people looking for. No, they're gonna have to make a show. Mm-hmm. They're gonna make a show of like right wingers nah. and go after like something like the Applebee's, you know, Western Sizzling protest. You know, when they all showed up with their ARs and demanded to get un- unlimited all you can eat taquitos. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that's, like that's when Obama was president? Anymore. Do you remember when Obama was president and like? People just like hung nooses up in their trees like all the time. Yeah, yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. So like, but, I don't know. That just doesn't feel like something. No, like, no, see, no. See what I'm saying? No, that's actually that's actually my point. Like, try to just follow. So that was permissible. But when I say permissible, that was a thing that like the the state didn't act on, right? Because we didn't have the mechanisms in place. But now, if we nor if if we're now going to normalize secret police. And you could just show up and disappear people, then that wouldn't happen anymore. And I don't mean that in a way of like, oh, that's good. I don't want those people black bagged. I don't want them. I don't want the secret police going after racist either. But I'm saying that kind of that the the protests that happened, the coronavirus protests where everybody showed up with their guns, that's not gonna happen anymore in a world where we just let we normalize secret police. And that's kind of like what we're headed towards now but thank god it's not being normalized thank god the actual left and also i have to give liberals a lot of credit you know those moms that were like locking arms in portland and not letting young people get disappeared you don't know that those moms weren't socialists just well I, I mean my god i'd love to i'd love wearing to wear a pair of jean shorts i'd love to. And a mom bob doesn't mean they're not a socialist that's the world i want to live in but yeah i hope that's the case but if it's not, then I have to give the devil their due and say that, hey, liberals are showing up. I got to be the bearer of bad news here. Um, but, like, I just don't see, like, a Biden administration or whatever turning those kinds of tools mm-hmm. on the right wing. I see him turning those kinds of tools, much like Obama did, on the left. Uh, because that's just how, because that's just how America works. America is always the oogie boogie man, and it's always the enemy. Uh, it's because we we just have historically um, 
have a and I'm, I'm not saying it's like an essential part of america or anything like that i'm not making an essentialist yeah. argument i'm saying that 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 there is a um sort of like fundamental assumed legitimacy even when it's not in these sort of like right-wing circles mm-hmm. and basically like oh wow we have to respect you know this psychotic idea just because because it's a different idea but then when it comes to like oh wow that you know that other idea this communist idea or whatever uh wow we can't listen to that we have to destroy that and that pervades like the entire from from you know the right wing all the way to um all the way to essentially like obama i mean i get what you're saying mm -hmm. and i understand it because that's what's happened in the past Mm -hmm. my argument my game theory is this is a different time to where and this goes into my theory that i've put i've put forth the other the other shows it's act it's people mobilized in the street and it's not just leftists in the street you've got a lot of liberals in the street so the difference is that this goes back to my theory of like why joe biden i would I would love to have a Bernie Sanders president, but why Joe Biden necessarily isn't the bad, the worst thing mm-hmm. because Joe Biden is going to have to, he's going to, so let's say, okay, it's November. Joe Biden's elected president. He's going to have to make a move to like placate people. So there's two ways he can go. Either he can, people are still going to, the, the left is still going to be mad. Like yeah. they're still going to be like, Joe Biden is not, is, is just Republican light. We're still in the street. So now there's two ways to go. Is he going to flex his muscle and be like, hey, y'all can't be on the street and just continue the policies of Trump? Probably. Or is he going to turn this like police state on the right? That's where I'm saying it could go. That's what I'm saying that these people, these 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 second amendment people are playing with. Well, I guess they're 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 playing with this and it could easily this snake could easily turn around and bite them. So, like, when you think about mechanisms of how, like, when the state has, like, overreached in the past and all these other things, um, you think about, like, the last time, right? The Iraq War, there were lots of people in the street for that. Millions of people in the streets for that. Ah, but they weren't, they, ah, but they weren't breaking shit. That's the difference. They weren't burning and, shit. They weren't breaking shit. And there That's were the war crimes committed by the U.S. government. And mm-hmm. what did the Obama administration do when it um when it was like called to the like when it basically had the opportunity to call the uh bush administration on the carpet when we're talking about things like the uh chelsea manning's uh collateral murder video or when it comes Mm -hmm. to torture or when it comes to all of the uh, um indefinite detention in guantanamo bay all this stuff uh the the sort of like liberal you know leadership or whatever the liberal administration, the Obama administration specifically, had the opportunity to sort of like uh, dial that up and say, hey, this is uh, something we're going to actually have punishment for. And what did they do? Not a goddamn thing. They said, we need to look forward, not backwards. And I'm just, I, I can just very easily see that being the case. Again, I see what you're saying, and that makes, that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Again, why this is different mm-hmm. is because I, I've actually... I've turned like a lot. I've turned people in my family on. Like I can think of my mom and my dad have both like come at me, and I've said I've kind of I want to get them to it grudgingly agree. Burning shit is undefeated, and that is the difference between this and the Iraq War. Is people are out in the street 
breaking and burning shit. Now, yeah, so how how do you get a state, the, a capitalist state that only cares about capital to pay attention to you? You go after their capital. Right. And that's why, that's why this is different. So the, diff- so the pushback on that is that Portland, which is the city that is currently, you know, on fire the most, mm-hmm. has Democratic leadership. So I don't see where there would be any difference, like with a Biden presidency, like the having a currently Democratic mayor. And I think what's more likely to happen is that, yeah, people will continue to burn stuff down, but they're not going to have the group of moms protecting them. Yeah, the moms will just... The, yeah. you know, it, it's funny. See, okay, the, the, so the line in my the, scenario, oh, on, this on. is how Biden... My scenario, this is what a Biden would Really do. quick, really Biden's, quick. Go ahead. So when um, you make that point, uh, Aaron, remember the people that had at the women's march that had the sign like if, it, if Hillary had won, we'd all be at brunch. Yeah, you know where they would be mm. if this was like not Trump is that they would be at fucking brunch, and that's where I'm at on that. So I think we agree. Yeah. But here's here's where my like here here's where my war gaming goes to where a Biden would say, so we we. We're cool. I'm saying we're in a world now. Trump is lost. He's out of the White House. Biden's sworn in. We're in a world now where like government overreach is cool and and also uh, secret police are cool. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden would say, "Hey, y'all, I hear your pain. I feel your pain. What we're gonna do? We're gonna stamp out racism in this. We're gonna stamp out racism in this country. So now we're gonna go after where all the racists are. We're gonna go after." Um, where they hang out, they hang out at gun shows. They hang out, you know, and we're 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 using the now the Biden anti-racist force to go after every racist gun owner in this country, and that's how it would be used. You know, what Joe Biden See is that? right. Yeah, I know, but the thing is, he he doesn't. Him and his people don't have any scruples. If they saw a a thing. To get people out of the street, you're 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 confusing. Like I'm thinking, oh, what does he really feel in his heart? No, how no. how could you like seize power, get people on your side, and also who are the people that you'd most want to put upon? Okay, he's on his side, like by nature of not being Trump. Mm-hmm. So people mm-hmm. he's not going to have us on his side are people like us, like the leftists. They're going to stay out in the streets. But then there's going to be the same conversation that gets said every time that, oh, y'all are standing in the way of true progress because you're too destructive. And public opinion will turn against the protesters. The only reason public opinion is with the protesters right now is because Trump is ordering, you know, federal troops in. They're making it worse. That was Biden ordering federal troops in? Yeah, we'd all be really loud about it. But do you think, like... Your hairdresser would care? Like, probably not. I think no. the, the, the thing right that is, that. like, um, indicative of where Biden is going to be pushing, like, who he's going to be actually pandering to is all of history when he's always kind of pandered to Republicans and, like, the center or center Don right. Kasich is going to be speaking at the fucking yeah. DNC. Like, but then, like, crazy. at the same time, yeah, at the so same crazy. time, like... The motherfucking architects of the Iraq war in this like Lincoln project or whatever the hell that's running like spending just boatloads of money on ads that are just dumping on Trump uh, to, to get Biden over. 
that's where Biden, I think, is going to go more than anywhere else. And so do you know what's going to happen like under a Biden presidency is he's going to be like, oh, um, unions are sexist because there's not enough women union stewards. So we're just going to use all of the federal power to disband unions and like, yes, queen. Like that is what's going to happen. Mm. They're going to take like the most shallow possible thing and they're going to be like, oh, we need to get rid of these like deeper things. But who would you, after all this, what I'm saying is who would you scapegoat in this situation? Like if I was him, I would scapegoat, you'd go after poor, you'd go after poor working class white people no. who are conservatives. He's going to he's gonna scapegoat the left because that's the what? permanent boogeyman. Yeah. I guess we're going to see. Because the poor working class white people don't actually have any power. So like, That's why I'm saying he's, that's no, who he goes after. Well, neither so like neither, neither does the left. Them. Neither does the left right now. I mean, I would I would disagree with that because so would I. like leftists right now are burning shit to the ground. And uh, that's not power. Yes, it is. I mean it's not power, well, but right, it's it disrupt- is. No, it's, 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 power. It is it's power. just enough as power as, as a vote. It's, it's not political true. power. Like it's not like institutional power, but it's it's you're getting noticed. You woke in the bear. It's attention, <laughs> but I mean what does attention get you if you don't get your policies implemented? A lot. Well, yeah, no, I mean, it that's why we work to get our why... policies implemented. Mm-hmm. Like when the when the when the city of Minneapolis goes, we're gonna we're going to uh, abolish the police department. That's because shit got burned down. Now, after they've said that, people of Minneapolis have to hold their feet to the mm-hmm. fire and drag them every step of the way to mm-hmm. make sure that happens. But that does not that that ball does not even get rolling without mm-hmm. that target going up in flames. No, I agree with that. And I'm not saying like don't burn the target. I'm just saying that that like the way that Biden is going to operate is not going to be different than most of the people, most of the presidents that have done in since the sort of like neoliberal consensus was consolidated with Jimmy Carter. Number two, I don't want to confuse the idea of direct action which would be which would include you know the burning of the target and all this other stuff with political power either that's something that gets attention which is not nothing but if that attention doesn't lead or doesn't create an on-ramp which i'm not convinced it does um if it and i'm not saying don't do it but but if it doesn't if, if you're burning a target just to burn the target and just because it gets you attention, good for you. But I mean, like that's not going to make anything better. Uh, I'm, but 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 if there that's is not a, what we're direct... talking about either. I we're just, not talking uh, yeah, about tactics. Just, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. talking about like who's going to be who he goes after. And yeah, well, he's going to go after whoever white, burns whatever. Like the white, like conservative working class in this country is crucial to the mm-hmm. Democratic Party. Like mm-hmm. that's who they rail against. That is like the boogeyman. Mm-hmm. Like. They're going to go after the leftists who are burning things down because they're the most inconvenient. So what mm-hmm. will likely happen is that Biden will offer the most, you know, shallow conciliatory gesture. So like, what is the most easy? So um, internal biases trainings for all police officers, yeah. and we're hi- hiring more like hiring more minority mm-hmm. women. Man- like, mandating that that work- mandi- mandating that working class has to read white fragility. <laughs> Yeah, yes, yes. All all incoming police officers have to read white fragility and also um 
like listen to NPR for like two hours a day, whatever. So if leftists then say, oh, that's not actually like what we're asking for, then he's going to be, oh, you can't work with these people. They're really, they're really, um, they're just, you know, they're just incorrigible, whatever. And then they'll shut it down. They'll be like, oh, we tried to work with the leftists, but they just wouldn't work with us. They just, nothing is good enough for the leftists. And so that's when they'll shut it down. So essentially, like, the Andy knows, knows, what's his name? Andy No. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think it's how you pronounce okay. it. <laughs> I've never heard a name said out loud before. It's yeah. just on Twitter. Trash can man. Uh, yeah. Andy, the actual, they're not the actual danger to the Democratic establishment. It's like the, I mean, honestly, it, it's R.E.P. the Michael Brooks of the world. Um, right. And they're way more dangerous. So a Biden we, administration. We are way more dangerous. So, we, I am actually, and I don't want to toot my own horn, but I'm kind of the most dangerous out of all of you because I have, I like, I can, I could be a mole. Yeah, absolutely. I can't, saying, I, like, I can't be a mole. I speak the language no, you can't. You can't. of the 1%. I can't. No, that's absolutely That is historical, though. You are the most dangerous. Like, yeah. That is to a sense historical. And I was talking a little bit about this uh, with Ben earlier today, too, in the sense of like, uh, this was off air, but. Um, if you look at most of like revolutionary history and I'm not saying like this is necessarily you but 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 the people that can speak the language and that can operate in the sort of theater of um ruling cl- like like political high, top level political institutions are generally class traders from the ruling class and that they're instrumental it in- me I am a class trader they're instrumental Absolutely. in every revolution. Like, if you look at like, uh, go, if you go back to like the French Revolution, for example, there was uh, multiple nobles that were broke off from the um, from the from the leadership because they were, you know, two different classes. There were like old sword, uh, like military nobles who had been around since the time of memoriam, and then there was a new sort of like merchant class that sort of purchased their way up into there, and they wanted to flip over everything. I mean, like the French Revolution was basically like a capitalist revolution, right? Yeah, not that. That's not the greatest. Ex- I'm being real pedantic right now. Uh, Maybe so. that's not the gr- that's not a good example because. The people like the people who survived, those people that you're talking about that survived the French Revolution, it, it was ironically the least radical people. No, because well, they, they weren't radical by the terror. Well, they weren't radical either, though. Like the, they were the ones that wanted their own interests, their own class-based interests, to be represented. Oh, okay. And when when they didn't, oh, or when they got what they wanted, they were like, like, oh wow, the young culottes are marching in the streets. Hold on a second, let's start chopping off heads. No, I, I get you then. That makes no. That's you're right then. Mm-hmm. Um, I okay. So to like to put a cat to put like a cap on this. I mean, you still keep talking about it. I mm-hmm. just like for my own sake, I want to be very clear. So what's in my head? The situation I'm talking about. We've we've now opened the Pandora's box of secret police, mm-hmm. and let's say like that doesn't get pushed back in. That's just another like post 9/11 thing that we're gonna that now we're dealing with. We're now dealing with fascism. So what you're saying is. Biden Biden wins, Trump loses. Right wingers are poor. Right wingers are pissed off, mm-hmm. or even petite bourgeoisie right wingers are pissed off that now Biden's going to be president. Mm-hmm. They show up in mass somewhere with with, with um, ARs um, and 
you're telling me that this newly formed police state is just going to let the Boogaloo boys just ride. I think Do you the think Boogaloo they're going to show up about Biden, though? Yeah. They're going to show up about Biden. I think they're going to yeah. go home. They showed up they'll... about fucking, about fucking uh, unlimited fucking dirty margaritas and shit. <laughs> they'll show up about this. I will say, yeah, too. but yeah, because Trump will say it's fucking rigged. Trump will be like, yeah. the election was rigged. Vote uh, is mail-in voting by the Chinese. Fucking Biden's not legitimate. I, blah blah blah. And the people go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're saying this newly formed, not new, not newly formed. That's not the right word. But this newly normalized fucking secret police force is just going to let them ride and just be like, go right ahead, boys. And that, and for Biden to show that he is now president, he's not going to allow them to like black bag them. I think they're going to go home. I really do. The, All right. the, I think they're going to mostly enough. go home. They won't really, um, they won't, if they do kind of do any bullshit, it'll be like around monuments and stuff like they had done in the right. past. And nothing's going to happen to them. Like nothing is going to happen to these people. I don't think so. I don't think. I don't think the state's going to do anything to them. The state doesn't. Again, fuck are with Jeff the right. and I the cynical ones in this episode? And no, Rob's I think so. Like, so I mean, what you're telling me is like, and I, I mean this for real. Like we're having we're having a conversation. And I, you've convinced me of at least your premise. Mm-hmm. Um, so what you're telling me is these these uh, phony Second Amendment blowhards are actually right. Like they're by like standing their ground and going fuck it like. No, fuck it. We're that's ironic. I said stand your ground, yeah. but to be like fuck them, let the secret police run wild. They're never going to touch me. Yeah, they are yeah. because they're represented. The secret correct. police don't. Okay, they're not the target. If, okay, the only people who like had any actual skin in the game in that group. Mm-hmm. I that strengthens your your um, argument, Robert, because I'm thinking about like the Clive and Bundys of the world. Because like most of those people talk such a big game because they know that they're never going to actually have to. That happened under Obama too. I know. Right. Nothing I fucking know. happened to them. I mean, did they all die? No, 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 no. They were allowed to just walk out like freely. Oh, okay. They killed but, some people, though, right? No, no, they didn't kill. They anybody. just took over. Yeah, federal I think buildings. they killed a federal. They took agent. over the owl. They took over the owl. Yeah, I think they killed like they two people. Oh, oh, really? Ooh, I, I think they killed like a much. federal agent or two. But that's what like the reasonable like that's uh, like what the reasonable um, gun people are saying. It's like, hey, like y'all were y'all were totally against the feds when like this fucking owl preserve got taken over and mm-hmm. now you're like you're like oh we should definitely have secret police like what the fuck happened to y'all no i and mean what happened to y'all is you got your strong man that's what happened yeah so i, I think my, that- my best in that my i just and i'm gonna be done my the only thing i the only thing I, I what i really hope and this is cynical as shit that comes out of the situation is is that like we don't have we're not normalizing secret police we don't have that shit. The left still stays angry. We stay in the street. We we street plus plus electoralism means progress. And like this was fascism's best chance at like taking hold of this country. And thank God it was a dumb dumb like Donald Trump and not like an actual like. I mean, fascist. there's six more months left. I know. I don't know. So, so like, let's not. Our little chickens. I don't know if Trump losing is like the end of fascism either. Like maybe I'm more cynical than any of y'all. It might kick it down the road for a bit. Uh, I'm not even convinced of that. Um, because of one, what you just said about the sort of like, um, even if so, assuming we have an election and Trump doesn't win, which 
uh, seems to be like the most likely scenario, but it's not by no means, at least in my view, uh, a sure thing. Uh, especially considering how fucking like how fucking wild everything is right now. What are you talking about? Biden is a whiz at campaigning. No, I'm not even saying that. Like he's been doing a really good job of like hiding the ball and and like not doing anything. But like even if all of that stuff happens to say that we have a normal election and say it goes through uh, in the middle of a pandemic and all this other fucking shit, um, the idea that Trump or followers of Trump um, can say, well, we got screwed because of all of these sort of provisions um, or because of X, Y, or Z excuse uh, would not embolden this sort of like you know, aggrievement that is the basis of that kind of that, that, that even like vein of politics, uh, that could even give like the fascism another shot in the arm because anything that they see or hear that gives them either resistance or encouragement just emboldens them. And we need to be ready for that at least. I don't oh, think, yeah. I think, how are we, how are we ready for that? Jeff? How would we be ready for that? Yeah, how will we get ready for that? That's a good question. Let's talk about that. <laughs> uh, I don't I know guess the answer. That's your that. idea of getting an AR, Robert, which yeah. I still am like really not pro. I don't know if I that'll know. help. I'm not, I'm not pro the world where I feel like I need to own one. Uh, yeah, no, me either. But I mean, like, if the world, if the material conditions of the world indicate that you prob- that you do need one, then you probably should get one. I'm not. I don't. I'm not convinced that we're there. But I mean, like, I'm not going to tell anybody but else. When what... we're there, it'll be too late. That's that's kind of the thing. And I, I know that be... sounds kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. That sounds like, oh, but it's true. Like, when we're there, when you know we're there, it's it's too late. Like, when when the wall, when the gates of Rome were breached by the mm-hmm. um, by the Hun, like, it, people weren't like, oh, well, we we saw this coming. They didn't. Like, empires empires fall apart like gradually, then all of a sudden, all at once. Mm-hmm. That's just that. You want to talk about past things? You want to talk about history? That's that's history. That's also debatable, but we'll we'll just leave it there. Um, That's how it happens. I mean, you can. I mean, if you want to get into Roman history, which I I am very there were signs, but when there were signs, but the the Roman Empire was still the Roman Empire. It had it had contracted. Yes, yes, the fiat currency. The, the money was start, it was starting to become worthless, but the Roman Empire was still Rome, and the sun never set on that empire until that gate was cracked. Uh, and it was all over. So that, that's the debatable part, right? When did mm-hmm. Rome even end, if that's the question? I mean, if we're talking about the actual physical part of, like, no more Roman Empire, like, for realsies, like, then it would be when the, Hun, the Huns came over. They came over the wall. But if you want to talk about, and I think what you're trying to say is like, when did like being a Roman citizen not mean being a Roman citizen anymore? When Mm -hmm. were you did not have the protection of Rome? Like that is debatable. Depends on where you're at too. If if I'm a Roman citizen and I live in North Africa. Yeah. And when does it all like, when did they stop saying, Mm -hmm. man, fuck what they got going on in Italy. I don't give a fuck about that. Like that, that you could say is the end of the empire. Or, if the, or if the vandals like, like, like block it. But I mean, like, even then, like there is, um, even then, um, the, like after the, what we think of as the end of the uh, Roman empire, when the, when the Ostrogoths 
uh, sort of like shuffled off the last um, the last emperor um, in the uh, West, there was still the Roman Empire in the East in Constantinople, right? And that lasted another right. thousand years. Right, right, so right. like, it's that sort of like irrelevant, y'all. Mm-hmm. Just What's really, that? I'm glad we're keeping it relevant. Yeah. This is relevant. Like, it's. I mean, okay. So another great example is like the Berlin Wall. The Berlin Wall was this. Like that was a thing. moment. That was a moment. And that was a different exactly thing. until somebody said "fuck this wall" and the guy guarding it, it said, "You know what?" He said, "Yeah, fuck, fuck it. Come on, he over. said, "fuck that mm-hmm. wall." Yeah, that's a different that's thing. thing. That's a different thing because because there saying, was it was an impenetrable. End. It was inevitable, mm-hmm. and you know it was impenetrable until the the second it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It's impossible until it's inevitable. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just sitting here watching my literal adorable dog tear apart this stuffed animal, a real creature. And and I just, the world is, it's a tough place. He's a good boy. Nature is cruel. Nature will murder you. I don't mean to be so pedantic about Rome, but like I definitely do. uh, (laughs) I definitely do. Do you not mean to be pedantic about Rome? Because it feels like you kind of mean to be. I do kind of live for that. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Pedantic. Mm-hmm. Mr. I'm a pedant. Rome's a lot. Um, Romy boy. <laughs> Romy, Romy. Jim Rome. Jim Rome. Jim Rome here. <laughs> Clones. I miss when he was funny. Uh, th- never? He was funny? You thought he was funny? I did. When he would just go off. I don't know. Like he, he would just like... go on these long extended rants uh-huh. and like tap his pen against the desk. Mm-hmm. God, that was good. That was good times. Like that. That was one of the better radio shows I used to listen to. I used to listen to it a lot, and I never ever like thought that he was being real. Like I always just thought it was a character. You know what I mean? I mean, kind of is though. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the combination of both. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to listen to a lot of like that was probably the best talk radio I listened to. I used to listen to like Glenn Beck when he was um, syndicated. Absolute shock jock. He was fucking so terrible. Uh huh. It was so terrible. Oh God! What else I used to listen to? I used to listen. I think we had this convo. I used to listen to a guy named Gary Spivey, who was a psychic in Tampa. Yeah, huge, yeah, yeah. Big silver afro head. God, I miss. I'm really do miss a like AM talk radio. That's why like I'm. I, I get really sad about our local AM scene. Like it's so bad. Like I was texting Aaron today. And, uh, we were talking radio. about that Jeff Cuyer, Jeff Cuyer, like his show. His show on our local station is like our local we've talked about him in the show it's He's not even good it's not even entertaining He's, it's so cringy and yeah it's not entertaining at all because he, he he's takes not these, clever like, he's not talented he's not exactly. good at anything well, he's just like wow looks like i have to talk okay, about this read us, bitch read him mm-hmm. i mean i actually take a different stance on him i actually pity him i actually feel bad for him he no, blocked us on twitter which was very Unfortunately, yeah, you, you kept all of us. His- I was the only person talking to him. Oh. Nobody else talks to that guy. Like on a Twitter, he he he, he should be happy that somebody wanted to keep him company online. <laughs> Nobody likes that fucking guy. But yeah, his callers. If you listen to his call, like people call in and they say the dumbest shit. It's just like. Damn, they still oh, want to talk like, about they, they, a bunch of Q people calling. In that yeah, show. they're like someone's like, well, uh, the coronavirus. It's actually, uh, you see, it's it's actually being they're using the underground tunnels at Disney World to spread it, because it's just shipping it from Disney World Shanghai to Orlando, <laughs> and then uh, what they're doing is every time they uh, Tinkerbell sprinkles pixie dust, 
what that is. See, that's the actual virus. But the whole thing about that is the coronavirus is not even real. Mm-hmm. Except that when we want to talk about it's from China, it's then actu- it is real. It's actually like, 5G uh, yeah. that does it. And I'm just like, holy fuck. And he'd be like, well, uh, uh, Joe from, um, from from Lakeview, uh, I don't know about all that. But uh, yeah, Biden is, is, is really bad. And you feel bad for him because <laughs> you can like feel him cringe through the fucking radio. He entertains And that, I'm just though. like, ooh. And then and now he has to put up with his like girlfriend, mm-hmm. like because now he has to put up with her and Mimi. he laughs. Yeah, Mimi's like she'll say something dumb, like you know that um, you know that Robert E. Lee, his favorite food was black eyed peas, and that's how you know how much he loved black people, and that's why we wow. should never took down Lee Circle. And he'll be like, <laughs> and it's just like it's like when Aaron gets embarrassed by me, and then she puts like her hand on my thigh. Kind of like calm down, mm-hmm. like you're really cringing me out here. I don't do that. I'm never embarrassed by you. I'm done that shit supportive. all the no, time. Instead, she just, just moved like, to, instead, instead, she just went to New Jersey. <laughs> no, that is unrelated, Jeff. <laughs> Fully unrelated. I had a mental breakdown, so I came to New Jersey to deal with it. But I'm nothing but a supportive wife. Okay, I'm the Kim Kardashian to Robert. Nope, nope, nope. Fuck all that. Fuck, that motherfucker. I'm so tired. I know. I feel about. I feel about Kanye as you feel about like come town. Oh yeah. Like, fuck Why? that shit. Why fuck do you Kanye say that? Was. Go I don't on. Hear shit. Well, Kanye is having a full blown mental health crisis, and everyone should maybe just ignore him. I don't know anything about exactly. this. What's do going that. on? Do that. What's going on? Go ahead, Aaron. You're the. You're a pop culture. Uh, What's wrong with Kanye? Kanye? I want to help him. <laughs> Um, Kanye's bipolar, and this is not me making that diagnosis. He has been open with it. Um, and I just think culturally, as a nation, we do not have a good understanding of what it means to be mentally ill. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, that's not bipolar, that's narcissism. And I'm like, yeah, grandiose, like, grandiosity is like a huge part of bipolar disorder. So I don't really know what to tell everybody. Um, so yeah, let's all cut Kanye a little slack. And it's also really hard to, everyone's like, oh, they should get him help. And I'm like, have you ever tried to do that? Yeah, but it's like, okay, so you're, I mean, I don't know. It's I'm the I do person know. you call for help. So just like, let's put that he out there. He has so many sycophants, like every other like rich, famous person, so many leeches around him that are just going to ride him until he's broke or does something so oh, crazy 100%. that yeah, they can't make any money off of him. So when I hear Kim Kardashian like, hey, cut him some slack, I'm not, I want to be like, hey, go get your man. Like, go get your man and, and like, I don't know. Go get That's your unfair. man. That's unfair. That's really unfair. And I, we can talk shit about Kim Kardashian West all day because there's a lot there's a lot there but um i will not talk shit on because it is extraordinarily hard to get somebody mental health treatment when they don't mental health treatment fair enough this is some self-care right here hey remember when candace owens said that kanye west was going to be the bridge for black people to uh the republican party remember Mm -hmm. that that oh. was like a whole. Yeah, that one's also million, seems. That was like a million years. Oh, she's crazy too. They belong each other. I wonder. Like, yeah. are, are Candace Owens and Mimi Owens related? No, Candace Owens is like the tur- the T one thousand like blob of Kanye West that like spilled off and then became sentient, but not really. He could like reabsorb. So kind of like kind of like Venom and Carnage. 
Yeah, but those are two different symbiotes. No, well, no. They no, were. No, no. They were two no. different aliens who hated each other, right? No, 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 no. Carnage was a symbiote that spawned off of Venom, okay? It's oh, really? Like Venom is Carn- I didn't know that. Okay. Venom is Carnage's kind of his dad. This oh. feels like time for me to refill my wine talk. <laughs> no, I didn't. I honestly, God, had no idea. Like, because I'm not a Spider Man person, I don't like Spider Man. So it's like I thought they were two different because one ne- red, neither one black. neither does Venom and neither does Carnage. They neither of them like Spider Man. Well, yeah, because Spider Man sucks, like for real. Why do you hate Spider Man? Because he's got all he's okay. So he he was the lucky bastard that got bitten by a radioactive spider, mm-hmm. and then he's just like, oh man, I'm I'm really concerned about uh, midterms. Mm-hmm. Oh man, does Mary Jane like me? I don't know. Like, you're you're motherfucking Spider Man. Shut the fuck up. I'm, I'm a superhero and I'm also a teen. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Like who cares <laughs> like about any of this bullshit anymore? Like you are released from it. Like I understand he had to like he had to live um and kind of still the real world. We had to take care of our man and all that shit. Yeah. But like as soon as he joins the Avengers, I'd be like, "What the fuck does this pay, Tony?" Mm-hmm. Well, like, you know like, what I mean? Like, what? I shouldn't be having to worry about like how am I get and like and how Black Cat would like constantly throw herself at him, mm-hmm. and he'd be like, "No, I've got to like be with this woman who really hates my superpowers." And it's just like, what the fuck? I, I just yeah, I've always he's like he he got the thing that we all as little boys fantasize about. And then hated it. Like, but he still got problems. It's almost he's as got, if he's got problems, just like fame all of us. and money and power and superpowers are not all they're cracked up to be. And maybe fuck all that. Buddy, to a, a standard that we oh, ourselves. I don't want to hear that bullshit. Meet. Maybe Spider-Man just thinks that you know keeping his identity a secret and like keeping Aunt May safe is the most important thing. But he gave up his identity of Civil War because Tony told him to. That like got, a simp. That got retconned. If you remember that he gave, he basically made a deal with Mephisto and it basically turned everything back to that. He never even married Mary Jane. So what? Really? I didn't know that. This is like 15 years ago, man. Why am I? Why am I the Rome and fucking comic book guy? You should. You should know about (laughs) Spider-Man because like I don't want to learn anything about Spider-Man. No, they had a whole they had a whole retcon of him. They had a whole retcon of him. Um basically never having revealed his identity they kind of like rolled that back and they rolled back like um even him getting married to aunt may in like 2008 mary jane yeah what did i say yeah you said aunt may oh gee he didn't marry aunt may that never happened that would be that that would be a little bit odd did you see enter the spider verse uh yeah that was good actually yeah like i respect like the um like the kind of like hobo spider-man i really respect it was very funny because like that made sense. Like at least he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna like capitalize mm-hmm. like on Spider Man and try to open like a Spider Man theme restaurant or whatever." Like at least he tried something. It's like, yeah, Spider Man sucks. That's why. And oh, the other thing I like about I hate about Spider Man. It's say the other thing I hate about him because he's so like the uh, the Marvel Comics go to guy. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is they put him in places he has no business to be just because he's popular. Like oh, yeah. the whole Infinity War, he has no business there. In the movie, you I, mean? No, the movie I don't care about. I don't. I don't feel any kind of way about those movies. Mm-hmm. Like the comic where they they literally go to space to fight Th- Thanos, and it's like, why are you here? Yeah. 
What you don't are have you, like we got Adam Warlock, we got Silver Surfer, mm-hmm. least Wolverine can regen, uh, and we got Captain America for leadership. We got like you don't have cosmic Gal- level powers. We got Galactus. Like, actually, what are you so, gonna do, dog? I can't actually say what Spider Man does do in those roles uh, because Spider Man, uh, out of more than anybody else, like like in terms of it, like the power level or whatever, or like the necessity of him or whatever, like. There is no reason for him to be there. But for a narrative reason, he's the guy that people are like, man, Spider-Man's the like realest one out of all of them. He's the one that I can connect to. And that's, that's why, why they I said of, like, just because he's popular. They shoehorn, that's exactly what I'm saying. They shoehorn him into those stories to create like a, a relatable like main character. Well, thank you for repeating exactly what I just said. My whole argument. I'm sorry. That's, My, that's I, exactly I made, I made it. Mansplained. Yeah. Thanks. Boom. There you that. go. Got man. Man. Yeah, you don't see them. They don't take. They men, don't take. Uh, men's playing into men. <laughs> they don't take. Uh, I'm um, here for it, to be honest. Luke Cage up there. They don't they take. Blade. Luke Cage is fucking great. He would be great. He's got unbreakable yeah, skin. I, I mean, uh, believe me, I like my street. I like street level heroes because, like, street level heroes, they feel real. Like, Luke Cage has like a wife, you know, and like he has a little kid, and like, I really like. Um, I like Blade. I like my street level guys. Like they add a sense of realism, Mm -hmm. but like Spider-Man, they just put him in so many situations and he has the dumbest, the dumbest rogues gallery. Like everyone in his rogues gallery is going on shocker, going on shocker and Scorpion, going on Mysterio going like, that was the coolest thing about enter the spider verse was, um, was whatchamacallit like Dr. Octopus's like in that universe, like, she was like a Lady really Doc cool, Oc. like sneaky. Yeah, she was like a sneaky science chick. Where like the other Doc Ock isn't sneaky at all. Like, yeah, Vulture's an idiot. Rhino's an idiot. Shocker's stupid. Sandman's stupid. I mean, the, the, the Kingpin is fat. How did he become the Kingpin of all crime? Right. It's He's all fat. muscle. It's all muscle. What? It is I'm actually sorry. All muscle. Are you You're just right. saying fat people can't be crime kingpin? No, like- actually, she, actually, I have to. No, no. Um, Scott is right. It is actually all muscle. He's actually not fat. Is he like Jeffrey a... Scott? Oh, I did, didn't I? Because we were talking about comic books. I'm not <laughs> mad, but is it? That's true, though. Isn't he? Like, I wonder if he's a mutant. He mansplained, and he 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 went passive aggressive. Does he have the same conditions like the Blob? Maybe no, because he can't absorb the things. Yeah. No, the Kingpin is in peak physical condition. Also, he's why got a genius how level I don't. Intellect. I'm gonna have to like go on Marvel.com. But you're right okay. about that. Look up healthy at any size, Robert. I'm gonna look it up right now, actually. He's a big, Hold strong on. boy. That's what he is. Why is that? He's big and strong. I mean, that's just different, no, that's different just bodies. physically different, impossible. Different bodies like, without being a mutant or something. No, he's got no no no. He's a master like organizer he, as from a. Yeah, you know, kingpin, kingpin like a, from a literal kingpin perspective. Okay, so it's it's a it's a universe in which a human being gets bit by a radioactive spider and then is able to shoot silk out of. But you can't say this guy. Worried like, about well, those are those the are probability actually, of a fat person well, being able well, to hold be on, like hold a on. spider. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Really quickly, okay. the web shooters are actually depending on which story you're reading, but they're actually machines that he builds into yeah, his yeah. costume. Yeah, that's okay. It's okay for yeah. That's that's not <laughs> a knock on you. Like, Big difference. You would have seen you would have <laughs> that he can shoot web. Yeah. No, so I'm so gracious. I know. All right, skills and abilities. He's incredibly strong and significantly more durable than the average human, possessing. Remarkable strength concealed by his extremely uh, corpulent appearance. Mm -hmm. Most of his body mass is actually muscle has been built to extraordinary size. 
much like a super heavyweight sumo wrestler, but that's not muscle either. Or some Olympic, no, he does not look like, or some Olympic weightlifters and power level and lifters. No, he doesn't look like either of those things. He's I mean, a big fat guy. I think he looks good. He's been, I bet, I bet you do. But I do like the idea that, oh, he typically wears, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay. He typically wears Kevlar armor under his clothing. Yeah. He's smart. Okay, okay, okay. Now, if he's a huge guy and he's super strong and then has body armor underneath, that would make you look fat. Why wouldn't he wear Ar- body armor? No, I'm saying that that that's the explanation right there. Mm-hmm. Because the body armor would make you look fat under clothes. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine with that. Um, when was Kingpin played by... Vincent D'Onfrio. Um, He was yeah. in, so they had a TV show, uh, the Daredevil TV show, actually, that was on Netflix. Uh, uh, and it was actually fairly good. At least the first season was fairly good. Uh, I don't think I got through the second season. Maybe no, I did. I think they canceled it. it they definitely the, had two. I think I might have watched it, but I don't remember it. But I remember the first season being really good. The thing I remember the most about, uh, I never watched an episode of Daredevil, mm-hmm. who I, I do kind of like. Um, mm-hmm. I like that he's a ninja and all that. Um, is that the Daredevil show on Netflix? I remember them saying how big of a deal it was when they made it. Um, they did the vision impaired uh, captioning mm-hmm. that would just like narrate the episodes to you. Mm-hmm. And they had like a woman who was just like on NPR talking about, it. she's like, I'm the biggest Daredevil fan because I'm also a blind lawyer and a ninja. So now I can watch Daredevil. No, like a real life Daredevil. Yeah, so I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Good for you. I don't know. I Netflix, know they have too many fucking Marvel movies now, though. Like, I don't know. They're just, they just really, really like, you know what? I blame capitalism, obviously, but like, they just really, really got to the saturation point as fast as they possibly could. I tried to watch um, um, Iron Man. I mean, not Iron Man. I tried to watch uh, Luke Cage and um, Iron Fist. Mm hmm. But the problem with that, that a show, show about Luke Cage is, and Iron Fist, really? Yeah, they did. Oh, I missed that one. Oh, it was on Netflix. I'm sure it's still up. I mean, anything canceled, they're still good. It's not like they're taking it down. Yeah, those are two great characters. And the comic show. The, mm-hmm. the problem was that the problem with the show, it was like, it wasn't corny. It was, it was just like boring. Like there wasn't a lot of action. The problem was that they didn't lean into the characters. Um, they tried to be like, oh, Let's make this thing as realistic yeah. as possible. Well, yeah, that's the problem when they with a lot sh- of When they should have just made a 70s, yeah. like a 70s, sh- like, like, oh, these are comic book heroes from the 70s. Yeah, well, uh, th- th- that was sort of like the issue with um, all of those Netflix series is it took like these absurd ideas and tried to make it kind of seem real. Oh, like the Inhumans? Well, oh, they had Inhumans like one too. Like yeah, they did. I didn't watch they that. They tried one to do like Lockjaw. Well, I mean, <laughs> and, so and, and like, like, like even Daredevil. I mean, like they just. I mean, and, and I, I really appreciated the idea and the spirit of like the entire story was that like the Kingpin was basically a fucking like land speculator and developer, and that's basically what you would think the Kingpin would do, don't you think? I mean, but I mean, and then he sort of like, but, but, but there was just a lot of kind of almost like attempt to make things feel hyper real while still making comic books. And it's just not something that you can pull off. 
successfully easily. I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying that like, uh, like even, even like the Jessica Jones show, which I thought was pretty good, uh, really got into some dark territory with the, uh, David Tennant character who was able to just control people's minds and make them do whatever he wanted by telling them to, uh, how do you ever defeat that character? You know? Right. That's like, that's the cue from Star Trek problem, mm-hmm. which hats off to them. They did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, no, did you, uh, they, there was a Punisher series too, which yeah. they made the Punisher, um, PTSD Iraq vet, which is basically what he was. Is Vietnam vet? Yeah. Well, he wasn't PTSD. I mean, in the comic, maybe not canonically, but I mean, like if you read between the lines, well, he's probably PTSD cool. after he became the Punisher and after his family got murdered by Kingpin or whoever. Yeah, he hates the Kingpin. But, um, yeah, whoever. I feel I feel like it wasn't the Kingpin. Did you ever see that crazy ass Punisher movie that um? That's kind of like it has the same vibes as like um, the new Judge Dredd. It was like maybe ten years ago. Like no. that Punisher War Zone. It was directed by a lady, and it was like Ooh. super. It was it's like super violent. It was like not a good movie, but it was just like, oh, you want me to make the Punisher? Okay, here it is. And it was just like the closest to the comic of all time. Mm-hmm. It was so dope. It was like it's just one of those movies. You're just like, goddamn, like mm-hmm. so super violent. Um, it had um it had what's his face exactly who they should uh they should, um Wayne Knight is that his name the dude from Seinfeld Newman Yeah he was microchip mm-hmm. like the punisher's like uh you know dude and like helped him out it was yeah, so buddy so good well not really punisher can have no friends but yeah Yeah uh, close to a friend as a punisher can have close to a friend he can have mm-hmm. <sighs> But yeah if you would have told me there, there would be a Marvel Cinematic Universe. If you'd have told me at 15, there would have been a Marvel Cinematic Universe, and you won't care anything about it, I would have called you a liar. Mm-hmm. But I don't. Well, I watched um, like a lot of the earlier movies, probably through the first Avengers, maybe the second Captain America movie. But then after that point, I was just like, this is just too many movies. I can't keep up. I don't watch anything most of the time anyway. Also, nothing to even keep up with, though. Hmm? They're nothing to even keep up with. No, it's just popcorn so bullshit. Shallow. But yeah. like, but like, well, here's the thing too, and this is why it's so disparate. Like these movies are so disparate from the comics, which are both like different styles of you know, sort of like cashing in on a capitalist sort of framework, right? Sure. Um, but like, it it shows a, a difference in terms of like how comic books operate, which is just. You know, have a book out every month, do special events, make big shit happen, but like know your role and sort of like stay in your corner and you can do it forever. And when it came to the movies, it was just like we must take over the entire culture and we want all of the attention in the world because we spend so much fucking money on these movies and we command all of the attention in the world. And I mean, before long, like, even if the stories are good, which, I mean, some of them are, some of them aren't, right? Uh, even if they are all good, even if they were all good, like, you just can get tired of that shit <laughs> really quick. And and yeah. that and it, it just happened. And, and like, plus, uh, just to, to add in one last thing, 
these these kinds of like uh so do you remember like action movies from like the 80s and 90s where there was actually like violence like for my worldview yeah there was like actually like violence and blood and like they were rated r and shit and like now our action movies are like pg-13 and they have like no blood and nobody i mean sometimes people die i guess but it's like so nerfed like they've just nerfed action movies and called it comic movies absolutely Mm mm-hmm I mean, I don't know. Like, they really nerd. I mean, didn't they? They chopped the balls right out of like Marvel Civil War, Jesus, or Avengers, whatever. Um, I didn't War. see the movie, so I don't know. Oh, it's so bad. Don't ever watch it. Like, what are your. Um, it wasn't a great comic not, either, but like. What? You didn't like Civil War? Um, I loved it. It felt like I was. Um, I was I was like reading like the It Could Happen Here podcast, but in comic book form. I think that the problem with civil war and this might be man we're getting deep on this one but 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 but, um anyway the problem with that and so so for people listening marvel civil war was a time in comics where there was like a uh it was supposed essentially they had a a marvel 9-11 type event and like thousands of people in a small city died and the allegory that they were trying to do was like they were trying to get um essentially the government had sort of stepped in and said that all the superheroes need to like register with the government and that was sort of the basis of the conflict and when it comes to that like in terms of a premise i love it it's great because that was during like the war on terror that book was like out in the mid 2000s right? right um the issues that I had with it weren't that it wasn't a good effort or a good attempt or a good idea, Colonel. My problem is that it was Mark Millar that was do, doing the, the doing the execution, and um, there was a lot of characters that had had long and illustrious histories of having very specific lines that they would follow and things that they would believe in and they just disregarded them entirely <laughs> but isn't that what would happen though my dog like isn't that what happens in our world like think about a guy like um i'm not saying he was a champion for freedom or liberty but think about a guy like bill maher like mm-hmm. we shit on bill maher on the daily but there was a time where like before that time was september 10th mm-hmm. 2011 where he was like more on the left he was like almost a leftist mm-hmm. like before i even gave thought about what leftism was mm-hmm. and 9-11 fucked him up it yeah. made him feel unsafe and he took this huge like fucking fashy turn mm-hmm. i mean that's what would happen dude like people under stress are going to break different ways and you don't know none of us know right. like, so, 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 how so, we're gonna break so 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 i guess the other thing about that that that's sort of like didn't ring true and maybe this is me being a pedantic again but like how many like cataclysmic like cities were destroyed in the history of marvel comics or whatever that happened and they're just like oh fuck whatever i'm still the same and then all of a sudden when they have this one where this guy like nitro who's like superpowers it explodes 
uh, exploded and like took out half a city or something. Right. They're like, wow, now is the time when we have to change everything. You know, like it just right. seemed really fake. But okay, because that so happens so many times. They always blow up half of New York yeah, every single the fucking shield, time. The shield to us. To us, like Shield was the were the were the bad guys to people who mm -hmm. think like we are. They're, which I'd say they are the bad guys. Like they mm -hmm. they always have been the bad guys. And I never thought I never thought of Shield. Like I read comics my whole life, mm -hmm. and I never thought of Shield as a bad, dirty organization until like I got out of the Marine Corps mm -hmm. and I was like still reading comics. I'm like, this is a fucking fascist organization. Like, yeah, totally. Like fuck this. Nick Fury's a son of a bitch. Yeah, and that's the thing. So putting yourself in the Put yourself in the shoes of Captain America to where no, Captain, Captain America has always been friends with Nick Fury and S.H.I.E.L.D. And then now he has to be like, oh, I guess the state are the bad guys and I have to lead an underground resistance yeah. organization. So, and people so, are going to so, call me a terrorist. Again, on the broad conceptual level, I think it's a good idea. I think the execution of it wasn't true to the characters that were a part of it. That's what I mean. Does that make sense? It does, but again, it I seems think so my, I, I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, but that would make a very boring book. If what? Um, if if everybody just broke the way you thought they were gonna they were yeah. gonna break. So so and, and then two, I don't think it's realistic. Like if you would have like it was very interesting when I think about things like Oh man, Iron Man's been like Iron Man's been a hero for my dad. Like my dad yeah. grew up reading Iron Man, and then I'm like, oh, oh, now I've never thought about Iron Man. Like Iron Man's like a piece of shit. Like Tony Stark is like a piece of shit scumbag. Well, so like, so here's the guy. funny thing about or like that. the the um Fantastic Four running the Guantanamo Bay in that universe. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, like, like but then when you sit and think about it, you're like, of course they would. Of course they do. Oh, the Fantastic Four are always bad. But but I guess my, my point is the kind and and maybe this actually bolsters your point. Um, but like and, and we can actually probably close on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I want some ice cream. Whoa, I do too, but I don't have any. Um know, right? <laughs> so one of the core sort of conflicts probably just thirsty for a chunk of uh Iron Man as a comic book character's history right is that he wanted to protect or he wanted to keep his uh his like ideas and his inventions that he like these weapons of actual war that the state probably should intervene in like take over he wanted to keep them to himself he was kind of mm -hmm. a fucking like libertarian about that and then like in civil war um he becomes like the top level cop in the government. <laughs> but doesn't that make sense? Yeah, that bolsters my point. Because That's what I'm saying. Wouldn't a cap capitalist society, like capitalist society, are hand in hand, mm -hmm. a weapons contractor mm -hmm. and, and the government would be hand in hand, locked arms. Yeah. I mean, like, I guess the issue for me more than anything is that it was a marvel book and that could have been written with just random characters that oh, sure. didn't have histories and i think that was what the problem is like the histories of these characters uh were too were too defined for there to be such a breakneck change even like 
like with this like you know marvel universe 9-11 that they had that wasn't worse than most of the interactions that were happening in each individual comic character's book that was the that that was kind of the issue i get no i think what you're saying has a lot of merit um but to their but until to their defense like marvel comics was on its last leg uh back then yeah um they were having to like sell off their properties like fox and they were looking for a death. Of, they were looking mm-hmm. for a death of Superman type moment to like jumpstart their whole. <laughs> and they the killed Captain America. <laughs> yep, exactly. I think he should. I think Steve Rogers should have stayed dead. That shit was stupid. But Superman should have stayed dead. We can talk about that one later. That's another. Yeah, that's a whole another episode. Anytime you, kill. I, I hate. I hate Superman too. I think I've gone into that. It ain't about hating Superman, but like when you it's kill stupid. somebody, just like like let them stay dead for a while. I mean, it's just so cliche now. But like when somebody Superman dies, they sucks. never stay dead. Anyway, anyway, you can listen to Good Morning Comrade Tuesdays on Good on BHAVFM. You can listen to comic book comic book uh, chat. Yeah, comic talk, but, um, but only comic books from the fucking. 2000s yeah mid 2000s i you know i mean we could talk about uh a, uh actually a good uh run that happened after uh secret evasion when uh when um norman osborne just like took over shield which is just great i didn't read any of that oh yeah. my god i, I, got I, I was comics. i was all in that shit i was like god damn and and, 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 and then it became it became that became the realest real shit <laughs> anyway you can listen to good morning comrade uh on tuesdays whiv fm at 8 a.m you can get more information about all of our shit whiv fm.org slash good hyphen morning comrade good morning comrade.com and you can be a part of uh, contributing to this program, keep it alive. Give us um, an opportunity to grow this show by becoming a patron uh, at Good Morning. I mean, sorry, at Patreon.com/slash Good Morning Comrade. Robert, what can we do for people if they become a patron? I don't know. What do we have? Well, we were we were doing our um, material awards. Mm-hmm. I'm reached. Um, I've reached. Well, I'm reaching out we to um, our friend, our, our our friend. I don't want to put pressure on her, but she is an oh, old, yeah, yeah, old yeah, yeah, friend yeah. Uh, about getting those koozies actually designed, and we could we could put in a little bit of money to uh, get those in the front end. But we like this is us kind of like sinking money into a project that we hope grows. And um, we would love to have people on board uh, to our show. You can do so for, I think it was $5 a month. Um, Just patreon.com forward slash good hyphen one hyphen comrade. Um, We're going to be, yeah, getting doing bonus shows, all that good stuff. uh, Patreon.com, good morning comrade. All right, everybody. Uh, anything else you want to drop in, Robert? Left is best. Left is best. Rest in peace, Michael Jamal Brooks, one of the real uh, good guys of of history. You know, solidarity with the family over at uh, over at um, by the Gowanus Canal. You know, yeah. Uh, really, is, is it, man. We yeah. I talked for two hours with uh, Ben Yudishin about uh, Jim, uh, Michael Brooks. So, yeah, that was a good show. Uh, check that out on uh, his page on uh, on Popular Front on YouTube and his podcasts on Popular Front. I think we're going to be working a little bit more with Ben going forward. Maybe we'll have Rad. him kind of uh, come in for a segment every now and then. Uh, that could be really fun. And Ben's a really, really nice guy, a uh, really smart guy. Um, yeah, check it out. 
Uh, all right, man. Good talking with you. All right. Catch you later. All right. Later. Love you, bud. Bye. Bye.